Welcome to the family with Tevin Pippen, Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brampernard. We'll be right back, kick off Hour 2, which includes in the third segment of Hour 2, Kostaki Economopolis. Be right back. Tevin Pittman with us with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. I have a story. I thought you were going to tell the Fawn story. I am. Oh, that's the Fawn story. That's the story. All right, I'm ready. Well, first of all, let me start with a Sage story. His birthday's on the 13th, right? Two days ago. Yep. So he turned two. I walk up and I go, Sagey, happy birthday. It's your birthday. He goes, birthday. And I said, how old are you, 100? He goes, yeah. It's like, if you say so. If you say so, I'm on. He'll years say old. yeah to anything. <laughs> he will say much. yes to Except for Fawn. Yeah. Fawn did a test of that yesterday. Oh, she did. She was like she asking him, him all these things, okay. you know, like whatever. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, should you hit? And he goes, no. no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. There you go. No. What a good boy. Yeah. No. You can't trick him. Anyway, right. last week, I wasn't there, but Michael, our fairy god Manny, is, that's what he calls His himself. words. Yeah. Fairy god Manny. Um, he, I get home and he's like, Sage poked Fawn in the neck accidentally, and she's like, oh, oh, I'm sick. I'm so sick. And so I asked her, with what? And she went, alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the four-year-old alcoholic. I still want to know where she even heard that I'm word. I'm sure it was a PSA on television. PSA? She doesn't watch anything with commercials well, or anything. Where would she even know I'm about I'm sure alcoholism? I've talked about alcoholism oh, in maybe. front of her. Yeah, maybe. I try to but it's just be like pretty. <laughs> I, yeah, alcoholism. Alcoholism. Pass the juice. Yeah. And I was like, alcoholism isn't something that you can catch from no. someone. It's like no. somebody drinks too much beer. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have to be beer? 
Uh, well, because she funny. knows beer and wine are like. Makes you feel fine. Can't have. <laughs> <laughs> she knows that beer and wine are something that she can't have because there's alcohol oh. in it. But I would like because Dan and I don't drink hard alcohol at home ever, so it would be weird for me to be like. When you have vodka constantly, <laughs> she'd be like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Right. So, I got to ask you guys a question. Yeah. <clears throat> I got nothing against this guy. We've had him on the show before. He's not. He's an okay guest. Uh, he wrote a book, which didn't do anything. He was he was a failed comedian. He, he really sounds comedian. like a <laughs> really successful, like, I like wonderful this guy. guy. He's never done he anything an good. Okay guest. No, he's very his, successful. His as a book fact. did nothing. Well, his book didn't sell at all. John Stewart has been gone from the Daily Show for five years already. I didn't even know the Daily Show was still a thing. <coughs> is it? Yeah, Trevor Howard. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Oh, mm. see, missed it. Well, he's an <laughs> for asshole. five more years. Yes, he is. Oh God. Is he? He is incredibly arrogant. Now, John Stewart was not arrogant. Uh, do you think? So? Well, not as a guest, was he? I don't remember. No, him well, I don't know about as a guest, but as a person. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, he well he just. It, he figured something out that if he could get a job hosting the Daily Show, that if he went along with the whole, you know, Democratic uh, lineup, that, that everybody would love him. Right. I mean, here's what I understand. Usually works. John Stewart's a nice guy. Like I said, he he was never funny. His book didn't sell, and he hosted the Daily Show, and then he agreed with everything that every liberal ever said. But now they keep asking him. Ex Daily Show host talks to the New York Times about George Floyd protest. The hell do you know? For real. How does John Stewart know anything about that? I think yeah. if the fewer people who spout off their opinions, the better. Well, yeah, and well, now that's at this point, like the further away you get from like the day that this all started, that you're running out of people to talk to. So right. you're like, yeah. we just got to get. Yeah, probably. You? True. Okay, yeah. yeah. What's your one credit you have? Do you have something John to Stewart. say? Yeah. People he's know nice, your name. He's a nice guy. I'm not saying he's not a nice guy, but he's. Not funny, and how is he an expert on anything? Seriously, I, I just don't under, I don't get that. Well, it's like when COVID was a hit. You know, yeah. A hit. <laughs> <laughs> a hit. It was very popular. Was it by the Beatles? When they do COVID-19? From the album released in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> COVID-19, COVID-19 by the Beatles. I mean hit, not a hit. <laughs> they, were, they were interviewing all kinds of like idiots about it. It was oh, like, you yeah. know, what does Sting have to say about I know, COVID? Sting. What? Who, Who cares? cares? Exactly. Never, never realized how many, like, health experts there were in america absolutely how are you coping with the the lockdown and they're sitting there you know with their pools and Mm -hmm. helicopters it's like what right yeah most celebrities (laughs) will go on social media like we're all in this together as you're sitting in your mansion like i know yeah it's pretty hard to uh stomach they're the ones that i love too we need to we need to defund the police and disband the police except for my guards here that's right don't fire them that's that's like uh, Charles Barkley was on ESPN oh, today. Oh God! I, I love Charles Barkley. He's, Barkley. He just never shuts up. I love he, Charles Barkley. He just Barkley. says whatever's on his mind. And he they, does. They asked him about defunding the police, and he's like, "You know, I don't know if we're gonna need to defund the police." He's like, "Because all they're gonna do is defund the police in the black neighborhoods. You think they're gonna defund defund the white neighborhood police? Yeah. He's like, you guys are crazy." <laughs> I <laughs> agree <laughs> completely. You don't get police anymore. You're out. He's like, this is bad for black people. I was like, okay, Chuck, well, it's going to be the police in the cities because that's yeah. where yeah, they're exactly. the most money. 
And that's, you know, I don't know, 80% or something of black people live in the cities. So, I mean... Probably you know, even higher right. than that, actually. Probably. But, yeah, why would they defund, like, you know... Like the, YZ or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what's the budget for the YZ police department? Not a whole lot. Yeah, we're going to defund the uh, the Grand Forks Police Department and get those 50 bucks back. So, Tevin, as a black man in America today... Yep. <clears throat> Do you think we will ever get to the point where we do treat everyone the same, not better and not worse? Probably not. You don't think like, so? Yeah, probably not. When Why in not? human history has that even come yeah. close well, to that has never happened anywhere. You're and not like on like a what? depressing, probably not, but it's like where everybody's treated the same. Even like white people don't treat other white people the same. Like they're always going to have when everybody's, I'm a when everybody's trying to, right, like whenever you're trying to, whatever, whether it's mm-hmm. advancing a job or just in life, like you're not going to. Not everybody's never going to be considered equal by everybody. Well, because nobody, people are never going to be equal. Like, I mean, if you have like a methed out. Why just be treat everybody like, the same? Not because I'm not going to treat him yeah. the same as I'm going to treat Andy. I mean, yeah. it's like law. Be like, you're on meth. Please though. stay away from me. Right. Like, <laughs> like, you know, look at look at Asia. Uh, the Asian countries all hate each other. They all hate one another. Even though right. they're genetically very, very similar, it's culturally very, very similar. Eastern Europe, you know. You talk to some like the Balkan states about the other Balkan states, and they Polak. think they're like they're all garbage. Mm-hmm. It's like you're the same thing. Yeah, and even but, like yeah. just as similar, like obviously, it's, a lot of times it's like a joke with like Minnesotans will be like, "Oh, Wisconsin's worse yeah. than Minnesota," yeah. and vice versa. So they right. always, right. Have, right. Always, you'll, you'll you'll all have always have something like ball. that. Right. But I mean, right. like most people, if you meet somebody new, everybody makes assumptions about everybody. Yes, generally that's speaking. how humans are. Yeah. I gotta tell just you something. sometimes by the clothes they that's wear. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. A guy just asked me this yesterday. He said. Now, Tom, you're great to see you back here at Golden Valley. Are you still at Midland Hills? And I said, I just went back, actually. He goes, why did you do that? And I said, first of all, Tim Ivory's over there. He's a good friend, and I love the golf course. But it is true, and I'm not kidding you. St. Paul advertisers will not come to Minneapolis to play golf, and Minneapolis advertisers will not go to St. Paul to play golf. It's, they just it's a pain in the it. ass to cross the river. Well, I know, but if they won't <laughs> even cross the river to play pain golf, in the right. it's too far. Jesus. It's too far. It's too far. <laughs> yep. They too just won't hard. do it. I know I'm from St. Paul, and I'm staying in St. Paul. That's just how they are. Well, like I said, it's a pain in the ass to get over to St. Paul. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, been, Bilsky's coming over to All the roads have been ripped up for centuries now, it feels like. Well, you can't true. get over there. I think maybe in the future, if we can, like, genetically remove the gene that makes us tribal, then yes. Yeah, you can't. But we're talking about, we like, you know, very tribal. far well, future Logan's Run kind of stuff. Well, I know, but our brains are programmed to see differences and possible problems. Well, yeah, because we, you know, even though we're predators, we can also be prey. So. Someone who is unlike you is more likely to be your enemy than someone who is like you. That's Absolutely. just how it is, and that's been proven over and over. Yeah, I mean, I think more people are going to be aware of their, you know, being unconscious of discrimination that. Yeah, I think there will be more of a conscious effort of trying yeah. to be respectful yeah. in general, but I don't think it'll ever, it's not like yeah. all of a sudden we're all just going to sing Kumbaya yeah. every day. Yeah. Well, I, I you and I should do it. It's right interesting now. because. I don't even know the lyrics to Kumbaya. Am I sick? Kumbaya, <laughs> my lord. Oh, there we go. That's, yeah, there we go. Kumbaya, my lord. 
kumbaya. That's it. I, I bring the people together, Tom. You really do. <laughs> you brought up the best of those two right there. Singing Lord, singing Lord. That was unbelievable. Singing Lord, kumbaya. I'm Googling it. I think in it it says someone's dying, my Lord. Well, that's no good. Well, that's never good. How do you even spell kumbaya? K-U-M-B-A-Y-A. How do you know this? <laughs> Andy is amazing. There we kumbaya. go. Kumbaya. kumbaya. Someone singing my Lord Kumbaya. What does Kumbaya mean? Oh, Lord Kumbaya. Someone's crying. Someone's praying. Is it come to come? It's just... Kumbaya means to come together, doesn't it? Yeah. And what language is it? Does anybody know? Or is it just Some a made-up Some fake African thing? language. I was going to say, Kevin? Sounds African. It's you people. <laughs> I remember who it was. It? Oh, that was H. Ross Perot. You know, like... You people. <laughs> Points what at a black does guy. Kumbaya like, oh, okay. mean? Kumbaya. All right, we got to take a break. We'll hey, be that... right back. Oh. We'll find out what kumbaya means right after this. Okay. Teaser, teaser. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael. I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy. Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Will ACDC Andy is at the plan? You know. Alternating current. So what does kumbaya mean anyway? It is a corruption of come by here. Think of the thickest Cajun accent in the universe. Cajun. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Oh. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Not African. Kevin, well, I mean, <laughs> technically it is African-American. Is, yeah, is a combination of African well, and... Well, but everyone down south talks is, like that, yeah. black or and white. Creole. I feel like, yeah, Creole. people really just Creole say, like, Cajun is. for anything, like, south of... Yeah. Like Cajun Missouri. is technically in a Louisiana, Louisiana yeah. thing. In the bayou. Yep. Fawn was watching um, Princess and the Frog, which is... We in, just watched that, like, eight months ago. Which is in the bayou. And there's mm-hmm. this one, like, crazy old bayou witch doctor lady. She's I feel like, like I could do that. 
I, yeah. be a Bayou witch tomorrow. <laughs> I would love to see that. I feel that. like I'd be really good I at that. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and Fawn thinks she's hilarious because you can't really understand anything she's saying because she's just like, down here on the Bayou, like yeah. the whole time. I'm like, what is happening? And like, I used to live in Baton Rouge. Never once met somebody that talked like that. No, I never met anybody talking like that. Definitely an accent. Were you in the swamps? Did you ever try to find a witch doctor? No, that's like the character on, what was it, what's the Adam Sandler movie, Waterboy. Like the oh, one guy that yeah, 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 talks yeah, like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. A whole 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 Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Catherine read this yeah. to me yesterday, but I gotta read it again. <laughs> Babylon B. Protesters pull down Joe Biden after mistaking him for an old racist statue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, that's funny. Well, my favorite uh, well thing that actually happened was it was the 53rd Regiment, I think. They, uh... Bless you. Jude, what's wrong? Bless you. He's got the sneezes. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. He never sneezes. Ooh, they got very touchy with his next one, which I like. You ready? Yep. Babylon B. Bibles pulled from shelves for outdated idea that all humans are from one race, the human race, and made in the image of God. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, we are a member of the same race. It's true. I, I mean, the human I, race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, are we? Yeah. <laughs> it's beginning oh. to feel. Jeez. Hey, I'm like, right here, Ken. No, I'm, right I'm talking here. about white people feel like they're. I'm right here. Are we? There we go. Uh, the, 50, I'm about. the 54th Regiment Memorial was defaced uh, last week or something like that. It was a regiment memorial put up in 1897 to pay homage to the heroism of the 54th Regiment, which was all black. Yeah. And People, they, they, they defaced what? it because they didn't know that. Oh, yeah. my God. They Guys. defaced it because oh. they didn't go oh read, Go read a book yeah. before you. How about a they Google search? Right. Yeah, they, they, just def- a Google search. they defaced the statue of this white guy, oh. but he was like one of the leading guys in civil yeah. rights. Yeah. <laughs> These are morons, aren't they? These are just really oh, yes. stupid they just seem, people. Yeah, they just well, seem statues of a white guy. Right. Like, right. He must have right. just I can go, I can go tear down something because somebody's going to justify it because it's... Yep, protesting. And then they can run around yeah, saying, I tore down a statue. Mm. And, uh, yeah, virtue yeah, signal like, all day long. Yeah. Statue of a white guy must have been a slave. Yep, yeah, that's basically <laughs> how it is. Mary, <laughs> what about Mary Tyler Moore? <laughs> Donald Trump She's has an enacted a, a travel ban on CHOP, so nobody from CHOP <laughs> can come to the United States. What it used to be Chaz. Oh, they changed the they chop. Changed now. chop. Oh, yeah. they're, when did they're that make, happen? They're making their own. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're making their own, like, special country of yeah i thought it was Chaz. why is it chopped now changed it what happened anybody know know. this is pretty Uh, funny trump establishes manlier chad camp next to Chaz camp all the guys are very muscular and Mm -hmm. we're in the the, shirtless tees i mean the sleeveless tees they're all very very strong tough looking guys named chad (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty funny i don't know i like all that stuff it's just Chop is not? Capitol Hill organized protest. Organized protest, oh, yeah. So it's not an okay. autonomous zone anymore because they almost starved to death. Well, it's very interesting oh, that you they... Oh, come in they, there not to feed them. They, they, put, up, they put up walls. Funny how that Now works. they have yeah. their own flag. Oh, they <laughs> and do? they're carrying uh, weapons. 
And they kicked out an immigrant guy for <laughs> having religious beliefs. Yeah, there's a video of this guy like screaming at one guy being like, you're a Nazi sympathizer. And the guy's like, I'm Jewish. That's going to be kind of tough to Doesn't do. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, this is a great one. I'm sorry, but the Babylon Bee's on fire today. There's no doubt about it. You know, Black Sabbath, the... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's his band. name? Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. Yes. Black Sabbath has changed its name to Sabbath of Color. <laughs> <laughs> Sabbath. <laughs> safer. It's a safer the thing to do. Sabbath of Color. It's Sabbath Sabbath. Color. <laughs> okay. Change of subject. Did you know that Donald Trump has been accused of rape by 22 different women. No, molestation, well, not rape. Molestation, well, well, oh, well, that's better. Well, yep. that's like, well, no, it is better 22 than rape. 22 women! Yeah. Well, that's oh my god! Of the like the Jeffrey, have you seen the Jeffrey Epstein? No, Netflix? I'm scared. So they like in the first <laughs> in the first episode they like have some quote from Trump back in the day, like when Jeffrey Epstein was at his peak of Worst. yeah, scary. And uh, it was like the quote was like Jeffrey Epstein is a great guy. He like we get along. Like we even like the same types of women. Uh, we hate and stuff like that. And, it was like something, and he even mentioned them being younger, not underage, but saying like, "Oh, he hangs around younger women, and like we hang around the same people." So it's very like. Twenty-two were down there. Clinton was down there. Yeah. There, How anyone could vote for this man is like. For which man? Trump. Well, how yeah. about Bill Clinton? No, I'm not saying that he right, was a good saying. guy either. No, they're all disgusting. It's just yeah. like alarming If you want to be president, to you're disgusting. I'll just <laughs> it's be honest. It's alarming to me well, that anybody could be like, "Yeah." Him. Or the, or, the, or the crap they all get away with. My God. Mm. Nobody ever goes to prison for anything. Well, and no, Biden also gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, he's definitely Who, a Biden? Idiot. Yeah. Well, now they're Ooh. saying, if you notice, they're saying now that Donald Trump looks all weak on his feet. And, oh well, did you see him try to drink out of that water glass? Yeah, he put his hand on it. like shaking, and he like had it up, and then he had to like tilt it double, the rest of the way. Double-handed <laughs> water glass. But, you know, because the fact that Biden can't read anymore or whatever, now all of a sudden Trump is feeble, too. Yeah. So They need to, like, I feel like, whatever. start skewing the age of a president to just a little yeah. bit lower. Yeah, how about like, like let's 50? Yeah, let's, put, yeah. let's we cap need, it. We need a third party. We, we really just do. do. We You're just need right. to get rid of both parties and just start all over. Because they're both horseshit. They are both horseshit. Let's just scrap it. Let's just scrap it. Forget it. Although uh, Trump on Twitter, I saw a tweet that he put out that said like he's done so much for the black community over the years. No, he's it, the least it might racist person the, you'll ever meet. I was like, you're like you have a mental disability. I'm pretty sure. Like, you're gonna say that after all everything that's gone on, and you haven't really said anything. And well, isn't that what everyone's doing right now? All right. Just tweeting white text on a black background about how much they love black people. Well, is that much. what they're doing really? Yes. Oh, pretty for much. For Christ's sake. Yeah, tomorrow's supposed to be another blackout day, right? Uh, I don't know. No, but you're not supposed to do Blackout Tuesday because if you're doing Blackout Tuesday, then you're a racist, even though you're trying to show your support for anti-racism. Because you're not doing any good. Yeah, or it's like if you do Blackout Tuesday, you don't hashtag Black Lives Matter because then it... I posted that. Then you don't. Then it, like, populates the feed and doesn't get information out. It's it's all, like... I posted that. I was like, don't use the hashtag Black Lives Matter because then, yeah, like pushes down the entire, like if you looked, because if you look under the hashtag, like if you're on Instagram and you touch Black Lives Matter, it was just all black squares. Yep. 
Uh, right. So, like, people that were actually posting valuable information about Black Lives Matter, you could right. never and it was especially when, like, here, when, like, the protests were at their peak, it was yeah. like you're trying to get all the information out, but then oh, you just okay. see all these black screens. Oh, yeah. I get it. Okay. So, I, yeah, I posted. So, that's that. actually a real thing. Yeah. If yeah. you're getting but, information from social media, then you're doing something wrong in the first place, though. That's not well, where true. where do you Ooh, get no. information anymore? You have to look up the statistics. I mean, you have the to, news, you can't get real information no. from them. Yeah, they, don't get it right, they don't get it right sometimes for three days. Like, not necessarily like statistics from like Instagram. It was more like organizing people like, hey, we're all marching from uh, here to here. Yeah. And this is what's going yeah. on. So it was yeah. more like that type of information. Okay. Yeah. Well, that may, yeah. yeah. If you want information, information, you have to parse it yourself. It's just how it oh, is. Oh, yeah. Well, I usually see things on social media, and then I, like, look it up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's actually happening? Yeah. Yeah, and usually people just see the outraged headline, and mm -hmm. then they they jump on that right away. They don't I'm even know what's going on. I'm outraged that Kevin is here. Totally outraged. Yeah, we all need mm -hmm. to just learn to take a minute yes. and read, you know, find out what's actually Yeah, like that on. truck driver is, like, a perfect example. Yeah. Oh, like, I've, I've seen the face of the crap I've seen the face station. of pure evil and blah, blah, blah. The like, truck just, driver? Just like a he was an immigrant from like Croatia. That didn't know what was going on. Although, although, like, how do you accidentally go around a police roadblock? That wasn't a roadblock. No, he was on the road. He was on the road before they put it up. See, that's the whole thing. It was like it took a week to actually find out what happened and what this guy was all about. And he's sitting there rotting in jail while we're all figuring out what his motives were. Yeah, and he's just like trying to do his trucking job. Yeah. Because, I mean, right away, all it was was intentionally trying to mow down yeah. people, the yep. protesters. Still, it's still, I still think it's suspicious. Cause like, no, we, it is like, weird. We were oh on the bridge Because we were on the bridge for a long time, and then what now he comes by like a half an hour later, like when they say, like, oh, he went around it before it got up, but they put it up at five, and it's, yeah. No, he did not go around the barrier. Yeah, and he so never it's... pulled over to hit anybody. They oh, no, he, he definitely was like honking his horn and trying to swerve down. a little bit, so. And then he stopped. Like, if he was trying to kill people, he yeah. could have just kept he going. He would not have stopped. He yeah. stopped and got out. Or, like, they yeah. pulled he put out, his life in danger yeah. by well, stopping. Well, if he would have yeah. slammed on his brakes, he would have had a knife, and then he would have killed people. Were you listening when I talked about it on the morning show? No. Did I not say, this guy might be an immigrant that doesn't understand what's going on even, which is exactly what he was. Mm -hmm. You know, you... There are people who don't understand what's going on. You got to give them a break when that happens. Yeah, you there know? are people that don't speak English that live here. Yeah, like Bilski. Only <laughs> <laughs> speaking Polish. Ooh, we got to take a break here. Yes, right we back. do. We got to take a break. Come back with Kostaki Economopolis right up to this. Mm -hmm. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. 
Devin Pittman is a guy who... Ladies and gentlemen, now with two minorities, Tevin Pittman and Kostaki Economopoulos. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> yes, welcome. Tevin Pittman? What is that? Is that a minority? <laughs> Tevin Pittman. I know. My, uh, not as exotic as Economopoulos. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty lily white name you got. <laughs> well, no, Mama might have been white, so now watch yeah. your watch your P's and Q's. How often do you have to be like Tevin? Oh, my entire childhood, yeah. I walked around going, "It's Tevin with a T." Like a timeout signal. Well, in my whole life, I've had to be Alex because people think I say Alice, and I'm like, "That's not even." That's Tevin would be harder. Yeah. It's fine. I just say Tom, and they go, "Oh yeah, I know." Yeah. Normal. <laughs> normal. It's just normal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kostaki, what's the latest? I, I like that. I like that. Tevin Coleman is the one I think of in my head. Yeah. It's the only Tevin I know. Or Tevin Campbell is the Tevin one people Campbell, always would tell yeah, me. That's true. Tevin okay. Campbell. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. We've been. Uh, I've been playing online poker all weekend and hanging out. With <laughs> oh, say, Do you, are you winning? I am. I used to. You oh. know, this is a weirdly unknown thing about me, but about. Uh, 12, 13 years ago, I almost quit comedy to play poker full-time. You did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I quit my night job that. for my night job. And uh, I I got some more radio exposure, and the American government shut down, you know, most of the online games for oh, American yep. at the same time. So it saved my poker, saved my comedy career. And uh, now my comedy career is... <laughs> kind of on hold so i'm exploring the other thing i used to do it's been fun the love other it thing i used to do yeah it's, i love it yeah. so uh it looks like sports are slowly eking back into our worlds so the economic monologue i brought along for you today crazy sports traditions how about that Ooh, i like oh, this one yep uh, I'm going to rub the stump for good luck and review some of these odd little traditions. And no, hear about rubbing your stump. Yeah. Rub the stump. Yeah. Yeah. Not a euphemism. Uh, all right, the Tour de France has a tradition of making the winner wear a uh, tight, bright yellow shirt. Doesn't Correct. that sound like something you'd make the loser wear? Yeah. <laughs> yellow, exactly. yellow jersey. You came in last, pet the legs, wear the yellow shirt. <laughs> you coward. I love the Tour de France. It's the closest thing you can come to actually peeing on a guy. You're the winner. I like it. Uh, you win the Masters, you get a green jacket. Yes. Uh, you win the whole thing, they give you something they got at a thrift store? What, what is it, St. Patrick's Day? Where do you wear a green jacket? I guess Augusta National is hoping he wears the green jacket and plays the flute to drive the snakes out. Oh, uh, I like it. And by snakes, they mean women. Okay. Oh, my God. Ooh, wait a minute. I got a, a comment from a listener about Tevin. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah? Well, at least Tevin showed up today, unlike last week. <laughs> okay, who hey, are you? Oh. Who are you to come in my life? Joe from Louisville. Joe from Louisville? Joe from Louisville. All right. Too far away to go. I'll be, in, I'll be in my car. I'll be making my way down what? to Louisville. I know, Monday? Joe. Joe. Joe comes to my shows when I do Louisville. Oh, he loves going guy. to your shows. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Joe. Yep. Oh. Vikings fan, right? Yes, sir. Huh. Just a Benny's, little bit. Benny's all right. I know, Joe. Yeah. Uh, when you win the Indy 500, you drink milk. Again, doesn't that sound like a punishment of some kind? <laughs> right. 
gross. Seems like the guy who caused the eight-car pileup should have to drink the milk. Like, <laughs> God, does anybody drink milk out of a glass anymore? I know that I've do, seen. It's, it's so old school, right? It, it is. really is old school to drink milk. I never was a big milk drinker. <laughs> I feel like if I drank a glass of milk, I'd be teleported into an episode of Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those taste kind of like runny pus. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. What's what wrong with you? I'm okay. just saying. Okay. <laughs> Never having tasted pus myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> As opposed to unrunny pus. <laughs> unrunny pus. <laughs> oh, okay. Like thick or regular? May okay. I? Okay. Oh, leaving. <laughs> Catherine's going home. It's <laughs> true. Sorry. Uh, this one I've never, I literally didn't hear of until today. I was just look. I just got into a little uh, YouTube wormhole. I've been watching videos of this. Tiny Taylor University in Indiana. Uh, have you ever heard of this silent night tradition? Uh, there's one so. game a year in early December. Uh, the, the crowd doesn't make a peep. It's a basketball game. They don't make a peep until the 10th point is scored by the home team. And then they go frickin' bananas and rush the court. What? What? That actually sounds cool. I'm I'm just watching some clips of it. So you literally, like, you can hear every squeak of every shoe. Yeah. Every... Everyone is silent. There's thousands of people, and they're they're deathly silent until the tenth point, and then they lose their stuff that and go so bananas. Weird. That's really it's weird. It's really interesting to watch. <laughs> I was just watching some clips of it. I'll post one on my uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram feed or whatever. Do you know why that started? Or I was just I was literally just watching it when Andy called me for the call. So mm. apparently it was a tradition from some other tiny school that never caught on, and they were brainstorming ways to sort of you know do some nutty thing to get students to come to the games. Nutty. And and this one caught on, and now it's been a thing. And they've won all these games. They've won like twenty five games in a row on Silent Night. Huh? Really nice. Yeah, it's like some crazy tradition that they all uh, they do this every year. It's really fascinating. I've never seen this before. Um, so there's a lot of these weird traditions. When you uh, this may be the strangest one in Detroit, where the Red Wings fans throw an octopus on the ice after a big win. Right. Mm-hmm. Where do you even buy an octopus, and how do you get it into the arena? Right? Is that an octopus in your pants, or are you just happy to see me eight times? Uh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Okay. You're taking anatomy class, I think. <laughs> Plus, how do you explain to your Greek dad that you wasted an entire good meal for everyone? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. Octopus. Octopus. Hey, octopus is good. It is. Oh, oh, it's great. Also, in hockey, uh, if a player from your team scores three goals in a game, you got to throw your hat on the ice because it's a hat trick. Hat, hat trick, trick. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. You know how hard it is to break in a good hat? Well, I know. It's true. I my hat. Plus, I have a hat head. Uh we should turn this into a bra trick. That would make hockey way more fun. Oh, throw your bra on now the other talking. <laughs> I know a few guys that would probably right. do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somehow hard, hardcore Redskins fans started wearing dresses and hog noses. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Fat guys in drag. Isn't the skins performance on the field embarrassing enough? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, Texas A&M, they have a tradition of kissing in the stands after touchdowns. Uh, that one's not bad, especially if they score while your date is bending over to get something out of her purse. You know, that's nice. My goodness. That's <laughs> kind of, wow. This is a family show. Yeah. Is it? It's, it's literally it. a family show. It is the family show. Literally. I don't know if any family families listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, one's, no one's gathering around no the fire. No one's gathering around <laughs> yeah. the radio. 
radio. <laughs> Let's turn on uh, our show. Say, yes. William, why don't you change it over to the family? <laughs> That's a great image. The old, it was like a big thing in the living room. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> Imagine in a 1930s family gathering around and they turn on a... Very troublemaker. Is that an octopus in your pants or are you just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a different deal. <laughs> I actually saw a strange sports tradition the other day. What's that? Uh, we were still up north. We stopped in at like a restaurant to eat, and they had, for some reason, sailing on in lieu of anything else, I guess, because, you know, social distancing and everything. Right. Uh, it was France, Great Britain, some other European countries, and then Japan and China. And the strange tradition I saw was that of the Jap Japan and Chinese teams, there was one Asian. The rest were white. <laughs> really? Yep. What? It's like the Olympics. There's like nine white people and one Chinese guy on the China team. What? Yeah. I wonder what that's all about. Yeah. I don't think yachting is a big Asian Yeah, probably not. I think only yeah. white people do it. River, yeah. river boats and white, things. Yeah. But not so the first thing I noticed, it was, it was like showing the you know the lead guy who steers, whatever his name, and it was like, you know. The helmsman. Ron Dusseldorf. I'm like, that does not sound Japanese. Ron <laughs> Dusseldorf, very famous Japanese Ron. guy. <laughs> sure. Oh, Ron. <laughs> I feel like in New York City, sometimes you go to a Chinese restaurant and there's Mexican cooks. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Italian, oh, yeah. Italian like, too. Like yeah. um, Benihana. Yep. Anytime you go to Benihana, yeah, they're all Mexican. Yeah. I specifically like, remember the, the chef. Like, had, like one of the uh, uh, guys went out to get the food that everyone ordered. Yeah. And I, re I remember hearing him say, chicken, chicken, pollo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No problem. <laughs> In the original Olympics, the athletes were, would compete in the nude. Yes. Thank God that tradition didn't stick. Yeah, right? who wants no. to see that? Yeah. No. Now we have lycra, which is very similar to nudity, <laughs> but without yeah. the messy sunburns. <laughs> right. Or the baton passing confusion. Uh, mm. uh, okay. Stop being. <laughs> Come on. Okay. What did you just grab? I don't think anyone's going to confuse the matter with you. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's what uh, gymnasium means the place to be naked. Really? Yep. Gymnasium right? means a place to be naked? Yes, it does. Well. God, who's related to you in this room? <laughs> <laughs> to rename the bedroom, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the gymnasium. Honey, Honey have any interest to go to, go to the gym. gymnasium tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Got to get my workout in. Uh, oh, should all I? right, so come on over for the big game, guys. I'm ordering my, uh, I'm wearing my yellow shirt and my green jacket over my dress. The milk's on me, and if A and M scores, I'll show you where you can kiss me. And no, <laughs> that's not an octopus in my pants. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, Kostaki, before you go, very quick story. <laughs> yep. If you feel like hearing it, I like stories. <laughs> no, I don't know if I should tell you the story or not. <laughs> so, I told the story on uh, on the show last week, last Thursday, I think it was. That when I was 15 years old or whatever it was, my mother got home from working the 12-hour shift, and she was all tired. And I said to her, Mom, are we ever going to have the sex talk? And there was a pause, and she said, ish, and walked away. Okay? Over the weekend, I cannot tell you how many people came up to me and said, so, Tom, you getting any ish lately? Uh, <laughs> so now everybody calls it ish. That's real nice. Knowing your mother, she just meant that sex was ish. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, That's exactly right. Yeah. Sex is now yeah. ish. We don't to talk the KQ about morning that. Show. Yeah. Kostaki, always a barn burner. That's all ah, I have thanks, to say. Guys.
Wait, I got to know, did your mom circle back and have a conversation-ish with you or no? She did no ish of any kind. No, never me. mentioned probably, again. Probably told your older brother to talk to you. Yeah, tell him. You know, she Sometimes. actually did one other thing when I was like 19 years old. I was still living at home. And I just realized that I was screwed and I was going to have to do all this stuff. So I got really, really stressed out. So I went, knocked at my mother's bedroom door. She goes, come on in. She was asleep already. And I said, Mom, I'm just really stressed out. I'm really worried about this, that, and the other thing. He goes, yeah, well, that's great, but I have to get up in the morning. <laughs> I like, thanks, Mom. Oh. Touchy-feely <laughs> not. Touchy-feely touch. Yeah, get the hell out. i got to go to sleep. My gosh. <laughs> All right. We'll talk cool to you next story. week, Kostaki. Thanks, guys. Thanks Bye. a lot. Bye. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.